you are now tuned in to Cup of Grind with Jada D. This is your daily dose of what's real in entrepreneurship. This podcast is intended for the new business owner, the person with a really good idea but not sure where to begin, and that person working at a job dreaming of the day that they can work for themselves. It's grind time. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl Jada D with another Cup of Grind podcast. My guest today is someone that is like a little sister to me. We talk daily, we laugh, we cry. You know, we really talk about some hard topics on a daily basis. So I know that you are really going to enjoy this conversation. We are giving you a first look into our normal day-to-day girl talk. And so I'm really excited to have her on. I'm speaking of none other than Janelle Fields. She is a private chef serving the DFW area through her meal prep and catering services, Field of Greens DFW. She's a New York native and is bringing fresh and healthy meals to the area. As long as she can remember, she's been really passionate about food and has several background family influences. She is really excited to impact the lives of others and what they eat on a daily basis. All of her ingredients are fresh and filled with flavor, seasoning, and the right spices and herbs. I want you all to get ready, take some notes, make sure you grab your favorite beverage while you sip, and really just learn a little bit and hear about the truths and the real of entrepreneurship while juggling a nine to five and also really just learning from your mistakes and your heartbreaks. Check it out. What's up? What's up? Jada D. Jada the Dunt. Hey, hey. <laughs> formerly known as Jada the Junt. <laughs> Take me back. Yes. Y'all don't look. That's a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> the Junt. They don't know. The Junt, if you know me. But no. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. You know, you and I have talked, um, we talk daily. So we talk um, on numerous occasions on business stuff and our conversations go all over the place. So I have no other expectation than this would be pretty much the same. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> just hitting on the realities of life and juggling um, business and uh, social life and personal things and things like that. But they, they are all real components of being a business owner, especially those of us that are still juggling a nine to five. So happy to have you. Thank Welcome, you Janelle. For having me. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So told our listeners already a little bit about your business, Field of Greens, DFW. Um, so just kind of want to jump into that. But before we talk about, you know, how long you've been in business, why you started and all that, I'm very curious to know, what did you want to be when you were growing up? <laughs> uh, Originally, I definitely wanted to be a doctor. What kind okay. of doctor? It's been all over the place. Pharmacist, gynecologist, pediatrician, but definitely a doctor. And my little ways have been skewed. so. Um, that was what it was originally when I was growing up. So Okay. So funny thing is, I actually wanted to be a doctor too. I wanted to be a doctor that took conjoined twins apart. I was very specific. <laughs> That's crazy. I can see you I something. I can see you doing something like that. I was very obsessed with like watching any documentaries or shows or videos about conjoined twins. I'm not really sure where it comes from. I don't even like blood. I, I, <laughs> 
Like, I don't even want to see any anything as it relates to a bodily fluid. So I don't even know how it's going to do that. But that's what I want it to be. And then here we are. So here you know, we are. Life changes. So you didn't end up being a doctor, but you did get into the pharmacy industry. So, you know, I know that you've been very health conscious um, for all of the time that I've known you. And so right. do you, is that something that you kind of grew up doing? Is that something that was learned behavior or was it like, I want to do opposite of what my family does? So growing up, I would have to say that I wanted to do opposite of what my family wanted me to do. There are about three doctors in my family and they're in the psychology and sociology field. I wanted to do the opposite. I felt like I gravitated towards chemistry, life science, anatomy, and that's just been me since then. So high school to college to now. That's what's up. I know a lot of times, um, at least for me and a lot of people that I know, we definitely have gone against the grain, as they say, and done things a little bit different, kind of wanted to do our own path right, and, and live our own life. So I totally get that. So Field of Greens, DFW, you are a new business owner, so congratulations on all that thank you've you. done so far. Thank you, thank you. How long have you officially been in business? I have officially been in business for about eight months now. All right, so eight months, and in the time that you've been in business, these eight months, what are the services that you currently are are offering, and then what are some of the things that you're looking to expand into in the future? So some of the services that I offer right now, my main one being weekly meal prep for clients here in the DFW area. Um, I also do small caterings and private dinners in-house, so mobile private dinners. I'm looking to explore different options. Um, I want to do some community outreach in the following years to come. I also want to gravitate and work towards with some nonprofit organizations as well and incorporate the business into that. So I'm looking forward to that. That's what's up. You know, I read something that said that made me think of you, actually. It said it said seeking perfection is a form of procrastination. (laughs) And I know that you are OCD. OCD syndrome or whatever you want to call it. definitely has hindered a lot of people's growth and kind of it stunts what I you know what I think of like it kind of stunts your activation and I ironically enough all of my close friends with you being included are OCD so it's really weird because I'm complete opposite I'm like I figured out later type of person Uh (laughs) and y'all are like no it has to be perfect before I do it but I think that creates a healthy balance of friendships and and just business relationships because Otherwise, y'all won't be doing nothing. Right. Because if you were OCD and I was OCD, we wouldn't get nothing done. You telling me just go do it, do it. And I'm like, oh, wait, let me let me step back. I got to make sure this is right. I don't know about that. (laughs) Being honest with yourself, what are some of the things that you know that have gotten in your own way? Like you've gotten in your own way. How so? I would say I have gotten in my own way. I don't even know where to start. Let's Mm. see. Um, Finances. Finances being the main thing. Um, You you know, you think like you're supposed to have all this money just stacked to pay this person, that person, this person, and that person to do this, that marketing, uh, social media, 
all these different things. And you don't have that. You may got a couple hundred to your name that you put aside to get your business started. So I felt as if my finances being number one, that has really gotten in my way um, because I was really skeptical of launching because mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't have the funds for it. But lo and behold, here I am. And I'm still growing. I'm still learning. Um, I'm still thriving. I'll say that. So definitely finances being number one. That's real. I know that I get that question and this topic of discussion, quite honest, from people that have a really good idea. And they're just like, I want to do this. but I don't know how I'm going to get started. And I know that it sounds very, it sounds very simple, but I do mean it when I say it, like, just do it. Right. Because you really don't even know that what you don't know until you try something. So like you, you had to kind of go through it and realize, oh, I could actually do this with the little coins that I have. Right. Like very few, most business owners don't have money. A matter of fact, and the smart ones are try- definitely not trying to use their own money, trying to use somebody else's money. So, hello. Um, right. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> so, so like for for me, I know when I first started um, my apparel line. Oh, I, oh my God! First off, I lost so much money. I lost so much money. It's it's unreal. Like I did everything wrong the first year, um, but I did what I could. Like if that meant I'm only able to like I remember um, when I first started doing business with the T-shirt lab. Shout out to Kelvin Woods in Memphis, and he was still in I think Nashville when I first started doing business with him. You know, I just got like he tell me what the minimum order could be. That was gonna be my maximum order. Oh, that's what I could afford. <laughs> Whatever his minimum was, that was my maximum I'm ordering shirts, and I was just trying to sell those. Uh-huh. And then I order some more and do things like that. You know, doing it all backwards and wrong, ordering the wrong sizes, thinking that all my customers were at large and extra large, and only two of them were smalls, and I'd be left with like ten extra large shirts, oh. <laughs> trying to give them away. All right. I got a few, but you know, <laughs> right, right. But you know, it was all a learning process, which I'm very grateful for now that I had to learn. But so I get it. And so, you know, we learn along the way. So like you, uh, I don't know what well, I'm going to say. People do know this. I'm going to say, I don't think a lot of people may not know this, but they know because you let them know that you are originally from New York. Right. It doesn't sound like it, but I'm definitely from New York. Um, what area? Um, Rep your city. <laughs> Westchester County. So, um, it's called Yonkers and I've been there, I've floated back and forth, but I left when I was about five, six and I was going back and forth between down South and going back up to New York every other summer, half the year coming back. So. Gotcha. I know that for me being a proud Memphian, we have what we consider, you know, our grit and our grind and just so, some work ethics that I think you're going to only find in people from Memphis. Right. And I think the same the same goes for a lot of other predominantly black cities, including the New York area, Chicago, Detroit, places like that. So what can you say about like your um, what can you say about your New York roots? and how that shows in your business, the products, or your work ethic? Oh, man. So um, I want to take a step back. I feel as if the way that, you know, Memphians relate, New Yorkers relate as well. I feel like we have that hustler mentality. I've never seen either one of my parents without a job. Like, they constantly work two and three jobs at a time trying to take care of their family. Um, 
And I was the same way. Like I started working when I was 12, 13 years old, busting tables at a bowling alley. So since then, I was always getting on to new skills, started tutoring, uh, started babysitting, working retail. I had three and four jobs at one time. It's just something about the hustle and bustle and the movement. Like, I just can't sit still. I never have been. So that that's that's just me. I'm I'm always doing something. You know, I can relate to that type of personality because that's how I am, too. And, and it's definitely a reflection of the people around me, my family, my friends. I definitely can say, you know, um, most of my family, huge population of my family, um, percentage of my family are entrepreneurs. So I totally get it. So one thing I admire about the way that you've been running your business is that um, with you having like a food service business, you've done a lot of grassroots marketing, which I think a lot of people have gotten away from, but at its core and at the foundation of it, it is still like the best way to do business. Um, so tell me about some of your, your methods, some of your marketing methods, especially on the grassroots level that people can do without really spending money. Oh, let's see. So first I would definitely utilize all free social media platforms anywhere that you can get, whether that be my number one go-to be Instagram. Um, you can use that daily, hourly minutes every week, however you want to do it. Um, And with using Instagram, you know, you want to build your content. So um, I use a lot of Canva that's still, if you're starting from, you know, from the ground up coming in, you know, you want to start on their free platform that they have for Canva. I know they have different levels, but that's also something that you can use for your post, um, your graphics, your marketing. Um, So those two definitely have what have helped me branch out to do what I am doing now. Those were really the main thing. And then just like my common knowledge, just from what I've learned in school, um, different ways to put different ideas of food together, what needs to go with one another, making sure you're not having too much of starch or protein or, you know, dairy, anything like that. I try to, you know, balance it all out. So. I got you. So. Since since you have a food service business, we got to talk about the food. What <laughs> people I know I I don't even want to ask you like what your favorite food is. What everything all right? <laughs> so what is something you absolutely won't eat or make? And you know, I just realized the other day I haven't made any like pork dishes. Mm. I haven't made any ribs. Um, pork chops, you know, people looking for pork chops to come and roll out. I don't really cook pork. I don't, I don't, that, that's one thing. I don't know if that, you know, is going to slow some people down from trying me, but I don't know if that's something that I want to get into, but you know, I don't, I don't even eat a lot of pork in my day to day. So not saying that I wouldn't stand behind it. It's just not something that I cook. Um, no Muslim belief, nothing like that. It's just, uh, I haven't really like tackled into it, but I don't really cook a lot of pork. Um, I will not eat lima beans. That's out. What? That's out. That's so out. They so nasty. That is so random. (laughs) Lima beans. Bruh, they're so nasty. (laughs) (laughs) One one fun fact about Janelle, do not put no lima beans in front of me. I'm going to throw it on the floor. 
So you <laughs> so, so you would eat a pinto and a black eyed one, but you ain't eating lima beans. I'm wow. not eating lima beans. I, I I don't know if it's a texture thing or maybe they're not cooked all the way. They're nasty. Nope, not doing it. That's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, lima lima beans. No. Mm-mm. Okay. What <laughs> what what's one of what's one of the meals that someone could expect or one of your favorite meals to make um in your food service business? Um, so I really do enjoy making the honey lemon garlic um salmon. It's one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Oh, I love it. Um I'll have that with um you can pair it with asparagus, sauteed asparagus, and I'll do a garlic herb mash. So that's one of my meals that I tend to have on the menu quite a bit because everybody's always ordering it. So that's that's kind of like my little go-to. Or I'll do a um, I'll do like a shrimp and um sausage turkey sausage skillet. Okay. So that's another one. All right. Oh, that sounds good too. Mm. <laughs> and just add all the fresh vegetables, onions, peppers, um zucchini squash i saw a post the other day talking about onions and tomatoes people don't like that type of stuff because they don't know how to eat a little mm. chicken finger boy like <laughs> I, <laughs> you gotta enhance the palate like sometimes you just gotta grow up <laughs> right and th- thinking thinking of stuff on the internet since you know we share like posts all day every day right all day <laughs> all there's, day there's a meme a post all day thinking of memes though so meme has been circulating i think it'll continue to circulate that says every next level of your life will demand a different you Mm. what are are your thoughts on that um i definitely agree with that one it's 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 so hard you know this first year in launch it's uh like you said you can spend a lot of time wasting time wasting money so you want to you want to elevate you want to level up you want to go higher so I feel like the next year, since everybody has seen me in the limelight on social media, they're going to be expecting more and I'm going to have to deliver more in that aspect. So whether it be doing some cooking classes around the city to, you know, appearing on different um, TV shows or radio media, I, I agree with that post. Definitely. Yeah, so for me, like, definitely agreeing with everything that you said, but even taking it to the next level, you know, the part of uh, demanding a different you, I'm thinking, like, how I'm going to have to do some things differently for myself so I can be another level and be on another level and be a different Jada because, um, you know, just making sure that I take care of me is one of the things that are priority, Mm -hmm. Um, saying no to a lot of things. And really identifying who's my client, who's not my client, what projects I want to take on, what I don't want to take on, and being very selective in all things and all aspects of my life are going to really part of that next level. Because, like, otherwise you're staying the same if you're not making different types of decisions, um, for sure. So I'm ready to level up. I'm definitely ready to level up. I'm over here. I sound like Willow. Yeah. But uh, you... (laughs) Red table talk. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, cause I was like, mm, yeah, <laughs> funny. <Okay. laughs> but yes, I'm, 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 I'm ready to level up too. Definitely gonna have to be expecting different 
pieces of Janelle to come. So I'm not staying in the same position Absolutely. that I am now. You know, um, I mentioned in the intro that we've known each other. Um, you know, we went to school to, with each other, but we really actually got super close to um, a romantic relationship that you were in. Right. Um, and <laughs> on <laughs> on the Cup of Grind podcast, we get really real. Um, <laughs> and so the, I'm, I'm giving you that disclaimer to, to go into the conversation of, for me, let me start with me um, to kind of set the stage. When I launched, um, when I launched Grind Match, the apparel line, it was literally something I did in a matter of forty-eight hours. Other than the um, trademarking process, everything else was done within like forty-eight hours. I'm not lying because I remember it was literally the results of a breakup. And for me, I realized that when I am in a like on a different level um, emotionally. I put that back into work. I put that into productivity, um, and it's. I mean, that aspect is good, but you know, the bad part about it is I kind of like lose focus of everything else around me, like myself. Um, but in this, you know, for this example, I actually ended up working out. You know, I got an amazing brand out of it, but it was definitely the results of a breakup. So. What did you learn from your first breakup? Not even your first, because you probably didn't had a lot of them. Janelle be having them joints. Um, <laughs> what did Don't you learn? What, what did you know? But for real, for real, what did you learn from just um, a, a breakup in general, um, and a, like a major breakup that you've really been able to apply in your business? Like something you really learned about life, about yourself, about just anything in general that you've been able to like put back into your business in the way that you operate. Oh, what did I learn from a breakup? You know, it sounds cliche, but I had to put Janelle first. Um, I was so consumed about making others happy, worrying about how their feelings were, why they weren't expressing the way they were doing things. And I was kind of losing myself in the process. And I'm like, I wasn't put on this earth to do this. Not at all. So, um, that has allowed me to focus on launching my business in the time frame that I have and really focus on what I wanted to bring to the table itself. Like the name behind it, Field of Greens, it's about me. It's about my journey. It's about what I stand on as far as the different things that we eat, nutrients that we put in our body. Um, yeah, like honestly, I would have to say just putting myself first and applying that into my business. So where anytime that I am in contact with a client or doing a catering service or whichever, you always see me, you know, I'm, I'm the brand, I'm the face that you're going to see behind anything that I'm doing. I'm not going to put out anything that is of no reflection of myself. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's real. And just thinking about, you know, putting yourself first, um, I think it's important to identify for any business owner those healthy boundaries in business. And so those right. those boundaries being with your clients and, you know, uh, other potential vendors and things like that. And and just and even people that you have on your team. Um, I've talked to some of my people, some of the people in my accountability group. You know, we discuss this all the time on. How you gotta have you you should have business hours 
even if you don't right. work like normal business hours, but you should have a cutoff time because otherwise people will take advantage of that. If you are responding Ooh. to them all times of, of the night or even methods of communication, I had someone tell me, which is very important, which we often overlook, where yeah. like where people are comfortable just texting you or responding to you on social media and thinking that that's the, the, the business standard. And nah, like I need, we need an email confirmation. I need a paper trail. I need receipts. Correct. I need documentation. Absolutely. Yeah. I I agree because the whole text message, I mean, my DMs popping, not for, you know, whatever. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people, they don't respect boundaries. So I think the, you know, having service hours, being able to not respond when if you don't want to respond because, I mean, you have to have a balance. So yeah. that's definitely key. That's yeah. definitely key. Yeah. So you, I know that, you know, like myself, um, you kind of mentioned that you decided to make sure you put yourself first, you know, after um, fail relationships and stuff like that. But at what point do you, would you say that you knew that you needed to, to work for yourself and build a business? Um, definitely within the last year. Okay. Um, I had some situations going on at, um, my full-time job mm-hmm. where leadership was not really seeing eye to eye with their, um, employees. Our voices weren't heard on certain di- discussions that we were having. They weren't taken into consideration of our, you know, our input, things of that. And, you know, nobody wanted to speak up because they always were in the risk of losing their job. Janelle has always been outspoken. I don't care what it is. I'm going to speak. I'm going to stand for what I think is right, especially when it comes to me. You know, right. Y'all worry about yourself. I'm still going to worry about myself, but I need to be in a place where I'm comfortable and I enjoy going to work. Um, And I wasn't happy for the longest, for the longest. I was working long hours. Um. It it just wasn't, it wasn't, there was no balance. So I was just like, yeah, something has to give because I can't do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. I just can't. That's real. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's very real. I know even for me have, having worked with some people with Dean, you know, like, oh my God, super fun jobs and stuff like that. Like I've always just been like, no matter what it is, if it's a job and you work for someone else, you can, it can always be your last day. And I don't ever want to be um, in a position again. I've been fired once. Listen, I don't want (laughs) to be in a position ever again where somebody's like, all right, it was good. You know, thank you for your service, blah, blah, blah. You out and you looking crazy. Like, because, you know, that was life changing for me. And I said I'd never be in a situation again where I literally didn't know how I was going to eat. I'm surviving off of uh, what's the card? The S H S A card? F S F F S A or H S A card? Listen, I'm trying to get groceries from Walgreens because that's the only right I had. Listen, I got fired. Well, laid off. I actually never told anybody this. I got laid off from two jobs at one time when I was an undergrad. Wow! And that was like primarily my income. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't ever want to be put in that position anymore. I got bills piling up. I got people asking this and that from me. 
So, of course, I mean, at that point, I was, you know, you got to say no. Can't go. Sorry. Cancel the trip. Can't go. I can't do it. Yeah. And I, I got to get back to get back to the grind. I got to figure out where is my income coming from? <laughs> I can't ask mom and dad. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I understand. It's not it's not easy. And I never want to be in that position again either. Yeah, man. It, it was tough for sure. So, you know, I don't know. I think we were talking about this earlier today. Well, I really don't even know how I do it all. Um, but I'd like to hear right. I like to hear from other people, especially you being a new business owner, really just kind of getting your feet wet. How are you balancing your nine to five and what we call your um five to nine with your your business? Like what what goes through your mind? Like how do you prioritize? How do you plan? Like what are some of the things that you can share with our listeners that help you stay organized or as organized as possible? Um, I get this question a lot. You know, how do I do it? Uh with these two not being the only priority or jobs that I have because there's about two or three others. Oh well definitely um, include those two. What else do you do? <laughs> um I also I'm a event event team lead for a sales marketing company. Mm-hmm. Um I'm also a private tutoring consultant for Inc. Tutoring here in Dallas Fort Worth. Shout out to Jay Veal. Um and I also do some private consulting on the side for another company online as well for students. So that's a, that's about five. Yeah. Um, everything. Listen, people must really think I'm old school. I still write stuff down. Listen. I don't do the whole <laughs> phone calendar. You, you know, you all, you granny doing this. Why are you, why are you not putting all this stuff in your phone? Listen, I work best with a planner. I get a planner each year about four to six months before the next year comes. I always have to write stuff down. So there are certain days when I like to do things like whether it's, um, you know, as a business owner, you have to be working on your business daily. There's no really, oh, I'm going to do this on Wednesdays. I'm going to do this on Thursdays. I'm always enhancing or doing something different every day. Mm-hmm. But um, Mondays, I like to have, um, my menus and things together throughout the week. Um, and it doesn't change. I usually try to keep it the same. My um, distribution lists, they get the same alerts every time, every week. It's consistent. So I try to play with different um, recipes and new flavors and things at the beginning of the week. And once everything has come in and clients have placed orders and things like that, I try to get it together about Friday, Saturday. So that Sunday, I just have that chill day. Like that day is for me, either whether I'm going to church or I'm just going to have like a relaxing day at home or if I'm going to go out with some friends for brunch. Like it's about me. It's all about me. But you definitely have to find that balance because as I'm sitting here talking about this, I do a hell of a lot. (laughs) And I don't understand how I'm getting it all done, but it gets done. Yeah. It gets done. Yeah. And you, like you said, you know, we just juggle a lot. And we, I know for me, I, I really don't know how I do it either. But like you said, I do something every day. Even when I say I'm not, I'm just going to chill or it's going to be my day off. I probably am still in the bed, like 
in the bed creating social media posts for future use or something like I'm probably doing something so the only time I know for a fact I'm not doing anything as it relates to business is probably when I'm physically like on vacation gone somewhere else else where like I'm literally not focused on it but even then knowing me being you thinking knowing me being I'm not only am I thinking I'm probably talking about it I'm probably in conversation with someone about it like I'm probably still talking about my businesses so you know um I do try hard though especially um in like romantic relationships and things like that to try to and 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 even with my family just just try to cut it off and like literally unplug sometimes so that's not like always the topic of discussion um because I know that gets old it gets old, it gets exhausting, and it's like, okay, uh, you know, what else is about you? Yeah. But, you know, so you, we we, we want to do something else instead of just talk about business all the time. But, you know, it, it never stops. You work in 24-7 when you really think about it. Like, there's no off switch. You're always talking about it, creating something, coming up with new ideas. Absolutely. So, like, as a relatively new business owner, what are you learning about the support that you get or lack thereof from friends, family, associates, Instagram, bays, whatever. I guess, let me put this out there. I will say the support is heavily approved by other business owners because they understand what we go, what I'm going through with trying to keep my business afloat. Um, friends, family, you know, like people, don't understand like support is free like <laughs> that doesn't mean that you have to pay for anything off top I'm not doing I'm not selling you anything I'm not giving you a scheme but you know any 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 referral is a support any type of like share or spreading the word in your area is support people don't understand that and I you know the views don't match the likes. So, hey, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, <laughs> the views don't match the likes. I, you know, I, I peep everything yeah. and I remember everything. So, um, yeah, sometimes they don't, they don't level out, but I don't hold it against them. Like, you know, maybe they just don't agree with what I have going on, but this is my, you know, this is my, my baby. This is my craft. So I'm going to, you know, support it to the fullest. Yeah. And if you don't support that, that's fine. We just may have different viewpoints. I'm not going to love you or like you any less. Yeah. One thing I've learned um, from operating several different businesses is that oftentimes we, and I say we meaning myself included, we overlook um, the different types and levels of support. So we sometimes miss that people can support you and not do anything as it relates to your business. They may not ever share. They may not ever repost. They may not even ever send you a referral, but they may be your place of peace. They could be a distraction when you are exhausted and you're done talking about business. They could be the person that makes you laugh when you just really need to laugh because you're like over everything. Um, those very those um different levels we can't we can we always overlook and so I have had to learn to really look at things from a different um lens and just appreciate people for who they are and what they are to you um you know just because I have several people that are close to me that they've never bought anything um and I appreciate everyone that's ever supported um anything that I've done but 
I've like, I, I'm like you. I, I've definitely given them a side eye before, but then I was like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I had to take a step back and just, you know, and realize that they've, they've listened to me when I told them about something I was doing. And, and they may have right. been, a, they may have been the first person I wanted to tell and they listened attentively. And I need to take that for what it is. Um, because like I said, people are different. And I learned even with like my sister um, and other people that are married in business and things like that, that even your spouse may not be into, you know, integrated yeah. into your business, but doesn't make them love you any less. Um, that's just, that's your, that's just right. your thing and be okay doing your thing and that them not being a part of it. You know what I'm saying? So that comes with growth and that comes with just time. Um, yeah. I agree. I also feel like, you know, cause I, I feel like I have been where the other person has been when, I'm, you know, they're asking me about their business and things like that. You don't know what a person is going through neither. Mm -hmm. So I never want to judge. I never want, you know, they may have like some real deep personal issues going on to where, you know, they can't support, you know, financially or, you know, you know, just all different types of things. So I never want to judge anybody for where they are. I just take it as what it is, face Mm -hmm. value. before we get out of here man i want to really just uh ask you a final question which is i don't know if you've ever thought of this moment but i want you to share with us today on what it looks like to you what when you what is that moment in which you can say damn i made it like this is what i've been waiting for i finally got to this point i finally made it what does that moment look like for you um Right now in this time, because I know a moment like that may come to me in a different season during this business. But um, I think really the amount of support that I do have and just all of the excited faces when they come and they pick up their orders or they're so happy that I was able to, they were able to book me in such short notice for catering events and just seeing, making everybody happy through food. Like that's something I'm really passionate about. And when I see that and I see, you know, the text messages, the emails, the posts, things coming into me, I feel like, you know, damn, like I'm really doing this. Like my two hands are really out here putting this workout. Like, I I can't believe it. It really just started to me as a thought and it has manifested into what the business is today. So right there, just getting those, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, text messages, alerts and emails and things like that. That really has really brought a lot of joy into my life. I will say that. And that's what keeps me, that's what keeps me going. That's what's up. That's real. So where can we find you on social media? Okay, so on Facebook, you can find me at Field of Greens DFW. Instagram, going to be at Field of Greens DFW, spelled as is. You can also email me at FOGDFW at gmail.com for any inquiries or how to become a patron. Awesome. Thanks. I appreciate you for joining us on the Cup of Ground podcast. It's been fun. It's been fun. I'm, I'm pretty sure we yes, have ma'am. plenty of people laughing at us, but this is this is us on an everyday basis. 
We're, it really is. I wish people like delete the thread. Actually, welcome okay. to our world. Ha- happy to have y'all here. But no, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Are you done playing games and ready to get out of your own way? Good. Go to jadadavis.com today to join my village, download your free startup checklist, and schedule time to speak with me during a free strategy call or think tank. That's J-A-D-A-D-A-V-I-S dot com. And as always, shut up, keep grinding.